Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions Broadcast Studio, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. It is Royal Rumble Day. Uh, happy Royal Rumble Day to all who celebrate. Um, earlier this week, I was on with the Fresh Take Network for their Royal Rumble preview, so we will play that and then do a quick today's ticket at the end of the show. That is what is coming up. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. You are listening to a Stick Boy We Talk production in association with the Fresh Take Network. with We Talk Wrestling, Sick Boy, and the Fresh Take Network. What it is, what it do, we have the ultimate babyface, Mr. Joel Johnson. How's it going? We have the futurist and the crown prince of charisma, Martin. You forgot the uh, the king homie. Are we not going king with that one too? Homie. I, I, I guess homie. we'll go with that one in the future. And uh, he is the voice of so many things. The voice of the voices. Um... It is the one and only Peter Klein. Hello, hello, hello. Happy to be here. And uh, my and myself, uh, allow me to introduce myself, uh, Joshua Adam William Arbuthnot. And it is most wonderful time of the year, WWE, though that could change in a dime and they could be changed to the Saudis. And we stopped talking about WWE like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny how the sale thing is just completely it like it's just completely quiet now which I, I i imagine was going to happen but i'm i'm curious to see what the next little bit but i'm gonna enjoy the rumble while i can because the saudis buy it i'm done yeah i i hope if the the saudis do buy it um aew like sometimes they're they're as subtle as a jackhammer um i, I hope they like just completely steal the entire concept like i know they kind of do their thing with the, the casino battle royale but i i hope they have the the rumble of royalty for a show that leads into all out to to crown a, a champion like i hope they just in the most blatant way possible steal everything they possibly can so we can just just enjoy this concept somewhere else yeah oh yeah absolutely just because if this is it'd be very surreal if this was gone i don't think the saudis are gonna buy it if i had to place a guess it'd be disney so i'm i'm okay with that. that's it that's comcast the change went up in the, oh comcast sorry, went up in the vegas rating in the vegas odds apparently that's fine too hmm. now that's different from what you were predicting earlier disney that one's new for you you uh you had, uh, I think you had Peacock before as the number one. Yeah, I thought, but like if Disney seems, there seems to be meetings there. So I was like, oh, maybe this goes this way. Comcast makes sense as well. It's just as long as it's not the Saudis, because I do want to enjoy the Royal Rumble. Hey, you got the uh, the Rambo from New Japan. Come on. The pre-show <laughs> match. Come on. You got you got your Royal Rumble right there. Yeah. All leading the action to the- you can handle. The, the prestige of the King of Pro Wrestling Championship, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Okada had one thing to do with it, and then he's like, I'm done with this, and then walk yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get off to a uh, sadder start, and then we'll get into more happier things. Um, we didn't do a pod the last week talking about the unfortunate passing of Jerry Briscoe. Uh, a lot of things going on. I had some death in my family past week, too, so it was an emotional week for everybody. 
Last week, I thank everyone on here for giving my time to get back on here. Uh, but we're back this week now. And uh, Joel, you kind of seem to have the most information on everything like that. So take away the, the J stuff and we'll kind of have about five minutes of talking this before we get to the rumble. So basically, last was it last Tuesday? Has it already been a week? It was Tuesday, uh, yeah. It was the day yeah. before I got my news. Uh, Jay Briscoe was transporting his two daughters to cheerleading practice or coming from cheerleading practice. Vehicle drifted uh, into their lane, hit them head on. Basically, both drivers, both adult drivers were dead at the scene and both children had to be flown to the hospital. Um, uh, the oldest daughter has regained feeling in her legs. So that's, it sounds like a very long road to recovery, um, as well as both daughters have been able to interact with each other. Uh, both of them are not in good shape. There's, there's no, there's no way of being like they were, they're fine. I think both their lives, plus losing the father, are forever altered. Uh, and so now, and we got tonight's episode of Dynamite, which is something that Tony apparently fought very hard for against Warner Brothers, because on Wednesday they were going to do something, and Warner Brothers, who has Dana White show and Urza Miller and Jared Leto on there, refused to do anything for Jay Briscoe. Well, Joel, Joel, you forget, Dana White has to answer to himself, right? He has to walk around answering to himself and have that as a responsibility. That is greater than any suspension you can give to Dana White. Remember that. Yeah, it just, it drove me nuts. Uh, and the, 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 out, the pouring of love and support for the Briscoe family has been, been great. Uh, the the family has been able to raise almost a quarter million dollars for the family at the time. Uh, big donations from Steen, uh, the Bucks, Kenny, uh, and Jericho, uh, just to name a few. Uh, and you you've seen it even in the WWE. There was an outpouring of love for Jay Briscoe. This is a very sudden death, and it's just very very surreal that it happened. Um, and they were able to pay tribute tonight, which I think was a very, very good thing. And I think a lot of people needed that last 20 minutes of Dynamite. And I think it was truly remarkable that Mark Briscoe wrestled a match. I'm And Jay Lethal being able to barely hold it together really speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. uh, Peter, your thoughts and just kind of everything and then the, the match tonight. Yeah, um, I, I haven't actually been able to see the match tonight. I can okay. only imagine um, what what that atmosphere was like and what that that performance was like. Um, but no, this was um, just incredibly startling news to to get, and so incredibly sad. And um, there there is a bit of a complicated legacy when you are talking about the the Briscoes. But mm -hmm. listening to to John Pollock talk with Ian Riccoboni over the last couple of years uh, about how Jay has has learned and changed from uh, the social media tirade that he went on several years ago, uh, it does feel like this was someone who actually took the steps to, to better themselves. And so that kind of, I guess, for lack of a better term, uncomplicates the, the legacy for me. Um, it, it feels still even a week removed. Um, it feel it's crazy. It's been a week. It feels like it was yesterday. Um, it, it feels glib to, to kind of discuss in ring prowess, but like truly one of the unheralded greats of, of ring of honor, um, his title win 
at, I think it was Supercard of Honor um, in 2016, I believe it was, when, like, that was just such an unbelievable story and, like, one of the great tag teams of all time. And you can see from the outpouring of support, like you said, like, uh, New Japan did something on it. Just the, the amount of lives that the, the Briscoe brothers, and specifically in this case, Jay Briscoe, touched in the wrestling world um it, it it is truly remarkable and it's just it is so sad because this is an industry that we, we've heard it a thousand times can chew you up and spit you out and it, it does seem like he was like he it, there, there's no denying he was on the back end of his career um as you said like two young and as of um uh, 10 days ago, healthy daughters. Um, it, it seemed like that there was like some real steps of growth and uh, a great possibility that he was going to be able to enjoy kind of a, a second chapter of life. And to have that all taken away in moments is heartbreaking. It is terrifying. It's just, it's so, so, so incredibly sad. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll really, for me, for the Briscoes, they were one of the reasons that I got into ROH when Shelton jumped there. I believe one of the first matches I saw was, uh, Shelton and Charlie Haas against the Briscoes. And I believe that pay-per-view also had the, the Steen Generico feud carry on. And Steen was feuding with uh, Cornette at that point as well. And that was really my big jump into ROH at that point. I had heard stuff about Punk and Nigel and all this stuff priorly, but that era there really jumped me in and really got me going into the Briscoes and how fantastic they were. And seemed as we were turning a corner with TK owning ROH and everything that was going to come, that this was going to be a, sh a chance. They had never had that mass audience side of things. It's really unfortunate to see Mark tonight be on Dynamite, the biggest audience that had seen the Briscoes and know that Jay, unfortunately, couldn't have been in it. But uh, from everything we heard, the ROH show last week was a beautiful send-off. Today, getting to see guys like Joe and Cole and a lot of his other peers working with Jay Lethal was all really beautiful. And it's just uh, a really unfortunate end it. It brought back a lot of Kobe vibes to me uh, with the circumstances around it, obviously having a daughter and a motor vehicle and the, the father ending and the wife living with the children. Uh, it brought back a lot of those vibes. So luckily in this time, we may have the, the all the daughters be good. So that's I'm thankful for that. But uh, yeah, it's an absolute tragedy. Uh, Morton, I'll let you carry us out on it. Yeah, uh, this one hit me harder than most. Um, been following Jay since 2003 myself. That's when I first saw them in ROH. And uh, it was very, it's, I would hate to think that I would be judged still for things that I did in my mid twenties because I've grown as a human being since then. And most people will and do, you know, Vince McMahon being the exception. Hogan too. Um, Hulk Hogan too. Yeah. Because his apology wasn't sincere, right? Peter no. mentioned Pollock. Pollock and Way had a conversation about when Hogan came out this week in relation to the Briscoe conversation they had last Wednesday, Thursday, whatever it was. And the difference is Hogan just never seemed sincere with his stuff. Well, Jay, I mean, he went through sensitivity training. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he did the steps. He did the things you have to do. He learned. He evolved. It's a position I understood why he would have had that position from the way he was raised. And the fact that he changed and evolved and, and was able to overcome kind of his upbringing in some ways to evolve as a human being into being something better is a victory for humankind in, in general and should have been celebrated. And that's why it should have been on that bigger stage earlier. And I'm sure tonight is probably, you know, for everybody 
a relief, a release of emotion tonight and, and you know, will help a lot of people move past it. But it, I, I will always hold a little bit of a grudge against Warner Brothers Discovery because they certainly could have put them on television. As I say, they've done the steps and, and, and it celebrated the, the growth of the man instead of being afraid of what was in the past because this is a person who was incredibly dedicated. I've seen far less dedicated, far less hardworking, far less talented performers get a national stage and fame that he'll never get. And that's the part that hit me is that he's never gonna get the recognition and the, the, the flowers you know, that he really deserved. I mean, some tonight, but uh, as a general rule, you know, not, not what he should have got for his talent level and dedication to his craft. So yeah. very difficult, as I say. And uh, I, I, they showed a little bit of it tonight. I'd watched it earlier. I couldn't watch all of it. Just a few days before his passing, he put up a, uh, dance routine that he had filmed with his daughter his yeah, nine-year-old daughter yeah it's lovely and uh you know you could see the connection and the love and, and the family man you could see those things in him and very uh you know the sadness on this one's gonna weigh on me for a long time i'm afraid yeah so r.i.p to jay briscoe and uh never an easy transition I uh Oh, go ahead. No, Please never go. an easy transition. I just this, yeah, yeah. just want to say this. Uh, Mark Briscoe is apparently being in fairly good spirits, and and the family, the daughter is uh, the older daughter, the twelve year old, has been able to, I understand, transition from the bed to her wheelchair by herself now. Lovely, good. So good, she's good. doing. She is. She is improving. Um, whether what, and I'm agnostic, but if whether you are a believer in faith or not. The faith that this family has, their belief in a greater power, and the strength that's given them during this time is really uh, a wonderful thing. And thank God they have that, because otherwise, I don't know how they would do, deal with it. They are managing to deal with it, and, and that is how they are getting through this. I, I don't know how her, uh, Jay's mom has been able to do interviews, because she's been doing interviews. And she's been sounding very even keel through all of them. And it's like, dear God, how are you holding, how are you holding it together? You just said it, you just said it, Joel, with yeah. the word God. I mean, that is really what I, I think has given them the strength to, to a, a belief that they haven't seen him for the last time and that, uh, that they can honor his memory in life. It, it's, it's really, it's meant a lot. It's, it's, it's been a powerful thing. Not changing my mind, but it's been a powerful thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the last thing is uh, the person that set up the the fundraiser for the family also set up a fundraiser for the family of the other driver in this situation. Only 27 years old. Uh, the, wow. the lady who passed away who was driving. We don't know why she drifted into the other lane, but only 27 years old. Um, that's a tragedy. The other tragedy is that this happens all the time and we don't hear about it because it's not a yeah. person who's in the public eye. Yeah. And uh, I think they said it very well on tonight that uh, if you have somebody in your family, you know, or somebody you care about, let them know how much you care about them because you just don't know. Yeah, it's very true. I've learned that a lot this past week with my stuff. 
Um, let's move forward. Um, so yeah, uh, we have the Royal Rumble this week. Uh, RIP to Jay Briscoe again. I I hate these transitions when we have to do some things. They suck. Uh, Peter probably had it the worst of having to do these kind of transitions on air on the actual radio. And those are almost worse sometimes when you have to do them on air. Um, but we got the Royal Rumble this week. Uh, should be noted, we are doing this before SmackDown. Uh, so we should note before I get into the matches here, do we think that even though it kind of got put to being pointless, do we think that DeVille and Charlotte will take place on Saturday? Sure. Does anybody, um, does anybody carry? Yeah, right. Exactly. That, that, that is, that, that would be the natural next question. It, I mean, it might, um, I, I can't imagine a world where I care. Exactly. I mean, with everything that happened, by the way, I will say um, just to kind of hit on this, there was a lot of outrage led by the Bellas in particular about the representation by the women on the show. I thought Brian Alvarez, he did Denise's podcast today and he gave a really good explanation of why, you know, with the change of the cage and everything like that, just be how you have to hit the hour, then you have commercials and everything like that, because there was a lot of people crying that the Becky and Bailey segment for the cage match, which was supposed to be a full match, that because the trial of Sammy went long, which I'm fine with, that was one of the best segments I've ever seen on Raw in a long time, and the ratings showed it. Um, it's... You can't go and cut stuff later, apparently. It's just so much harder because of the commercials and the sponsorships you have to hit on live t- TV. It's So it's easier. And I can tell you this from doing live games. It, it, it's not as easy as some people say, oh, you can just cut that out and that out later. Like, you know, I had a game this week where we had to talk about a 90s championship team. It's like they went a little bit longer. So you had the certain things you wanted to do, you got to cut out. And it's unfortunate, but I think the best way they did it was you could have done two things. You could have done a two-minute squash match where Bailey loses in two minutes and she looks terrible, or you could have done what they did where damage control comes in, they beat up Becky. And then worst case scenario. Now you go back to Monday and they have a 20 minute match. So yeah, it wasn't great. And the women representation for the legends are hard. And I'm going to go to Peter on this, this first, this is why I do hate these anniversary shows so close to the rumble because you hold out on legends having raw 30 on the men's side without Steve Austin, the rock, Mick Foley. Mick Foley should have been on the show. I don't know why Mick Foley wasn't on the show. It's just weird. And then having a women's show without Trish, without Lita, even without like a Stacey Keebler or Tori Wilson or whoever, or Michelle McCool, it's lay cool. It's it's weird. Uh, yeah. And I know the idea is like, we want to save this for the Rumble. And that's why I hate the placement of these shows because it makes your product in that time, even though it was a fun show for the specifically for the first hour, it makes your product look bad. Yeah. And I mean, even from the women's side, even the Bellas, like just something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But aside from uh, Alundra Blaze's poker prowess, that there wasn't yeah. a, a whole lot. Um, and I I don't know if a lot like people associate Alundra Blaze with the Monday Night War, just not the raw portion of it. Um, yeah. So, no, it, it is unfortunate. And like the timing of introducing Monday Night Raw before the Royal Rumble was brilliant 30 years ago, because that's a great way to, to advertise your pay-per-view. But like you said, now um, it, it does kind of complicate things, especially when you are going to be putting some of those legends into the, the Royal Rumble. I think there would be like if you were to put a, a Trish or a Lita um, into the, the Royal Rumble, I don't think you give away a Stone Cold or the Rock. But yeah. if you were to put like a Trish or a Lita into the Royal Rumble, have them put on Monday and say that, you know, like build some anticipation. Not everyone has to be a surprise. Not no. like th- there's it was almost comical the the graphic that they put up on the men's and the women's side the men's is two-thirds full the women's Seven side women. it's like 
Yeah, it's it's Rita Ripley, Rita Ripley and the Blowfish right now. Like it, there's there is not a whole lot on there, and so I think that is a match. Anticipation wise, there isn't a whole lot of it right now, no. um, just because there's so much focus on who's going to win the men's one. I think it would have benefited from having a couple of the legends if you are including them as a surprise. Bring them out. Say like, hey, I'm I'm going to be in this thing. Um, I, I agree with you. Like the. The first hour, like you basically have to look at each hour as its own show that has to hit a certain amount of commercial breaks and, and things like that. Um, and so it, it does complicate things and not to be lost from that first segment. The first match after that tag team match was incredible. So um, the, the ride that it was able to take the fans on. And so it would it would have put them in a difficult spot. But I think you could have put that representation on a little bit later on in the show as well. I think yeah. Peter, you're, you're assuming that they have fully decided who's participating in the Royal Rumble match for the right. women's side. And I I think, I mean, uh, historically we see that they are struggling to put together a, a lineup for the for the Royal Rumble. They're making changes to the last minute. I know it's no longer Vince, but I am skeptical that they fully have uh, decided are the Bellas in or who is in or who are they gonna make a phone call to last minute. Uh, Mickey James, I'll say she'll be in there. there there's one of my guesses. Okay. A little bit of a cheats there. I mean, they did that last year. Remember that's when they had like summer Ray and they announced Mickey James and the others, like these, the Bellas, these participants will be in just to add a little bit of excitement. And there was the back and forth of like, Oh, well, why don't you save these as surprises? But it, it kind of goes too full. I mean, it's, it's the whole argument with Cody, right? Joel of was it better to announce Cody or to have him as a surprise. And I think it does help a little bit announcing Cody. If you do know you're going to have better surprises down the road. Oh, I mean, even sometimes, like, the Royal Rumble is very much built upon those surprises, but sometimes it doesn't hurt to have more of the cards laid out and people kind of see, because then you can kind of, then people get to do what we're going to eventually do in Fantasy Book and talk about, well, maybe this is Sammy's year, or maybe The Rock's going to be here, we know Cody's going to be here, like, Cody was a really poorly kept secret. We knew yeah. Cody was going to be back. So it made a lot of sense to be like, hey, Cody Rhodes is here to draw on that interest. And I mean, you like the Royal Rumble should be one of those things where you don't, you, in theory, you don't have to announce a lot of people because the Royal Rumble itself should be a draw. You should be like, I'm going to tune in. There's going to be surprises. There's going to be other people we know that are coming and this is going to be great. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm still very like, I didn't watch Raw 30. I was at work. Uh, and like you see the clips and you're like, oh, this is I, my, my excitement still kind of here for this show. It's like this is probably this is I think this is my first WWE pay-per-view since Mania that I'll watch in full because I watched SummerSlam in chunks. I didn't watch Survivor Series. So this will be the first WWE pay-per-view I've watched since Mania last year. And I might, the, the needle hasn't really moved for me yet. So I, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe announcing some more people would draw me in more or I'd be about the same. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Like just it's a to... careful balance, isn't it? To, yeah. I mean, somebody like Cody, you can understand why they wanted to announce him ahead of time because they wanted to show his journey back from the injury. And they did had a tremendous uh, package showing kind of his journey and where he said, and it's one of the best quotes that'll be, it'll be up there for promo of the year. Thanks to this quote where he said, uh, is that something along the lines of this is like being in the ring is like oxygen and I need to breathe again. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a really powerful line, I thought. 
So, I mean, it is a careful balance. You can have somebody like that who you really want to show his journey and somebody else that you, that you don't want him to overshadow perhaps if he's a surprise. You want his, you want an organic pop that comes for him anyways. Nah. And if you're, and like, so, sorry, Joe, Peter was going first. Uh, no, I, I was just going to say, like, the, the, the Rumble is built off of surprises. But like you said, like, sometimes, like, having, like, Triple H, well, when he comes out, they, they played it on Raw, uh, on Raw 30, where, like, he, he's back after eight months. He's saying, I'm coming to the, the Royal Rumble. Um, like, th those are good. It is a balance, though, because that, that time John Cena came back, like, 25 minutes after he tore his pack. Um, that, like, that that is an all-time Royal Rumble moment as well. Um, just to go to go back to the, the women's one <laughs> a little that bit. That injury I, I think... was a work. Just so, <laughs> please come on um yeah. he had a scar on his chest for like two weeks and then it was gone right please. yeah um but no just going back to the, the women's side for a second like and again i'm just using trish as a hypothetical i have no idea but say you were going to put trish or the bellas or whoever noted wwe legend summer ray um if you were going to put any of them into the royal rumble you could have them have a match on monday like i, I know we want to save everything for for pay-per-view but at some point like the 45th surprise kind of wears thin so yeah. if you could put trish or lita or the bellas into a match on raw as kind of a royal rumble qualifier have her come out kick the shit out of dana brooke for three minutes and get those like you still got it chance then when she comes out on on saturday night you kind of get that anticipation of oh shit like we just saw this person can still go maybe they're planning on having a former women's wrestler x come out and actually win this match and you build some anticipation because it's one thing for the surprise but when you get to the final four and only two of them can win it kind of takes away from the match that's why something like 92 was so memorable and why like 2005 one of the reasons why 2005 um is so memorable and some of these other ones where like you get that final four and it's kind of that oh shit anyone can win this match instead of some years where like you're just kind of killing time until whoever ends up winning it I, I think you could have utilized the legend that way and built up some anticipation for who could win instead of just the three second oh my god that's her music did they do that with Lita? They, sorry joe really quick they did have a Lita last year mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah and that worked out perfectly joe like the, the, it would be perfect to have like these qualifiers and have like people pop up because that you're absolutely right that anticipation helps build towards it because you need to have you, you can have like the edge coming out and surprising everyone moment which is awesome and great but you can also have other pops that can be built throughout the week and you're not you're not deflating one pop on monday you're not having a pop on monday and then deflating it for the rumble because it's just going to build it up for because you're going to a have a different crowd you're going to have different people there so when that music hits again people are going to be excited and they're going to be like oh this is awesome this is great so you can have build that up a bit more as opposed to having uh just continuous surprises and just eventually running your crowd dry uh and i mean the other thing is you look at you look at one of my favorite crowd reactions in AEW was Brian versus Omega. That was announced. That wasn't a surprise that you let that out there. You let that know that this is what's happening and the crowd responded accordingly. And I think wrestling fans are smart enough that you will get the crowd reaction you want from the right people. It's one of the very few storylines that they have not done is to take somebody who is completely off the radar for the Royal Rumble to come in it's one thing for somebody like the rock to come back and win it because he's the rock maybe another thing to have somebody come back who is not at that level 
and win it and show that. that D'Lo's going to do oh. it, guys. D'Lo's coming back. Okay, D'Lo. <laughs> I was thinking maybe not D'Lo. I was, but you know, yeah, sure. But that or somebody who's on a losing streak or somebody who is really, uh, you know, from NXT. These are the few storylines they have left that they've never told in the 30 plus year history of the Royal Rumble. And so, I mean, there's very few, unfortunately, uh, you know, I don't think we're getting it this year, but Sami Zayn would be kind of that storyline in that he would certainly be an underdog. Yep. 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 It's that's the big one. That's that's the big one. Uh, all right, let's get to this show really quick. We're we'll mainly be talking about the Rumbles because we'll talk about one match in particular. But uh, so let's go to the women's match really quick here. It's Belair and Alexa Bliss. Belair wins. We get Uncle Howdy. Maybe we get Bray. I don't really know, but Belair wins, and then we just we just move forward with Belair and get rid of this program and this Alexa Bliss nonsense. This this is basically a way to peel Bliss off, have her go off with the Bray stuff, and then Belair moves on to whatever her road to Mania is going to be. Should this open? Oh no, no, no! Oh, you want a hot opener? Yeah, this should be second. <laughs> this this should be all right. We just sat through one of the rumbles. Uh, I need to go to the bathroom. I got some popcorn. I think there's a Cody Rhodes shirt I want to get. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go do that in the eight minutes that this match is on. This reminds me of how they used to treat like the main title matches at the Rumble for a while, where right. it was like that guy, you didn't want to like, you didn't want it to be too bad. Parker Holly. It's, I was just going to say that. It's like, yeah, sure. Bob Holly can have a championship match. Yeah. Why not? Um, like it's it's one of those where it's like, yeah, we don't want to put this guy in the rumble. Uh, but I mean, what, whatever. We'll just give him a try. So yeah, Bob Holly was the exact example I was going Perfect. for. Yeah, this this yeah, reminds right. me of that to a T. Yeah, Bob Holly, because, you know, the rumble itself is the draw. You can afford to have a weak challenger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or one year they had Edge before he was the rated yeah. R superstar. Just like, yeah, let's see how it goes. You know, like you could, you, Razor Ramon is another one. Yeah, full, Foley. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can you can Kendall, mess around uh, with it a little bit. The name that we don't mention, but yeah, he's another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, the ladder match with he Shu who should not be named and Chris Jericho is still one of my favorite Rumble matches of all time. I saw it for the first time oh, in so good. 20 years the other day, and I'm like, I hate how much this match was. I love it, but it's it, it it's ruined. Um, next up, get your Mountain Dew ready because it's the Mountain Dew pitch black match between Bray Wyatt and LA Knight. Great segment on Raw, first of all, with the passion, the torch, seeing the badass was super cool. Man, LA Knight is holding his own right now. He was awesome in that segment. I really want him to win this match because I think he needs it more, but Bray is 100% winning this match. Yeah, can I introduce you to the term cannon fodder? Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, you know, it was certainly driven home by the fact that Bray already laid him out with the you know, with his move. Sister Abigail. And, yeah. Yeah. Sister Abigail, he laid him out. I think he probably should have saved that because there's less anticipation for him yeah. to do that at the Rumble now since he uh, did that on Raw. But, you know, I mean, it was either that or take a choke slam. Yeah. It probably so, should, have been a, it should have been a choke slam then because then you. Well, they had to do the pass and the torch. That's why because he threw him to Bray for the Sister Abigail. <sighs> I wish there was a different, like maybe had him slip away from the sister Abigail. Cause you're right. Seeing, seeing him hit sister Abigail on LA night is what you're anticipating from this match. Uh, I'm guess there'll be more spooky stuff with this match as well. And yeah, Bray, Bray wins. And it, it's, it's a fairly quick match. We still don't a hundred percent have the rules explained to us here. 
nope. of exactly what this is, you know, nope. other than Mountain Dew's a, a sponsoring it. And so, you know, I'm expecting a lightning bolt at some point. All yeah. I know is that Adam said the Mountain Dew Pitch Black is good. The drink itself is good. So I have that confirmed that the drink is good. Uh, I don't know what the match is. Again, like it's really hard. Like I'm looking at this for the matches. I'm like, I don't know what opens the show. So then I go to, is it KO and Roman? Is that opening the show? It's a rumble that it's probably going to be a rumble because they yeah, did that open and close. Yeah. So women's open. The women's rumble so open. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. like, you, you, the matches you've listed, none of them I'd want to start opening a show. If if I had to choose between the three, it would be Roman and KO. They did it with I, Seth and Roman last year. That opened the show, and it was a hot match until a terrible ending. And, and I mean, they could absolutely go that way as well, but I'd probably go with the women's rumble. So it is Roman and KO, um, and it's funny that the outcome of this match has nothing to do for excitement with either one of these. <laughs> it has to do with one man. And what Triple H's biggest booking uh, responsibility to date and what he does with Sami Zayn. My idea was in this is somehow you just got to take Sami Zayn completely out of any realm of possibility to the viewer. If he goes in that rumble, you're fucked. I don't care if we're going to talk about surprises. If Austin, Cena, Rock are in that rumble, he is taking over the rumble. So you have to figure a way if you, unless you have him planning winning that rumble, you have to plan a way that is not a Daniel Bryan situation again. You if, have to take him was, out completely. They have Cody. I, I guarantee you, Cody's a 50 50 with the crowd of them. Yeah. Guarantee you. Uh, you know, a lot of those people, they might be surprised and Sammy's getting a reaction over them. He wouldn't yet be getting that reaction over Cody, especially with the video package and everything that maybe seen in the return and everything i don't I think I don't a lot of people happening. just want to see this storyline paid off and for sammy to go to mania like it's been building i mean for fuck's sakes even at the the saudi pay-per-view it was sammy chance over and over again sammy and watching that trial the emo and peter talked about it the emotion in that trial and then the emotion in that tag match it's something that wwe has not caught probably since brian they have not caught that emotion in a long time, and it's the, the problem is if this was any other t uh, company, if this was fucking Impact, I would believe that they would fulfill it. I mean, they did it with Josh Alexander. It's I don't trust. I don't know if I can trust that this is the right outcome for them to do is to have Sammy win the Rumble or do something here to at least redeem himself. And I just do not trust it. I think if you were going to do anything with Sammy, it would be in Montreal at Elimination Chamber, I agree, right? Yeah, like I, I, agree. I think you could do the story of like um something happens roman kicks the tar out of sammy um thus he cannot go into the royal rumble and then he comes back calls him son of a bitch and says i'll see you at the elimination chamber in in montreal and that's that that kind of sets that up so that that to me would, would kind of be the the direction of it because you're right like they they got me hook line and sinker on monday uh yeah. for the, those 20 minutes there was nothing more important in my life than Sami Zayn mm -hmm. not costing the bloodline the the tag team championships that not nothing yeah. could come close to that it was so so well done the story they told on monday night they did it was really good uh joe what do you think i mean we all have roman winning right <laughs> it's just uh, oh yeah okay. absolutely absolutely yeah. I, I just want to say this is the difference between this situation and the the death uh, Brian, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, whatever you want to call him, situation is that they had Batista. And so, I mean, Mania is always looking for a, uh, a mainstream level of acceptance and, and appeal. 
to the masses more so than another show. Danielson appealed to the rustling crowd, but he wasn't to casuals, somebody that they knew or was going to sell the pay-per-view event for them. Mm -hmm. And this is a situation with Zayn. You know, Sami Zayn, yes, he's wildly over to the crowd. And he'll get a massive pop and massive reaction. And it's, it's great storyline-wise. But if you're looking to sell this to Peacock and you say to them, well, we can have The Rock against Roman Reigns or we can have Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns, it's a no-brainer. Of you course know? it is. And it's in LA. It's, it's, not, it's not the exact same situation. They don't have that. Now, if they make it a three-way, then you can get away with it. Because or then you, you have that the guy who's one. there for the wrestling crowd. You have that guy who's there for the the mainstream yeah. crowd, right? The casuals. Yeah. Or you like Josh said, you have two nights too, right? Yeah. That, that's the one that's been floated around is the night one is Dwayne. The night one is, is Sammy Joel. Uh, well, Roman's winning. So Roman's going into WrestleMania. Uh, with the Sammy thing, I imagine the smart thing would be just to write him off here. He's He's got to do one task for Roman. Maybe he doesn't do it this time around. Maybe he does do it and Roman's still... Roman's beating the piss out of Sami Zayn in this show. And I Solo. Feel. Solo particularly is. And you're you're having it be the end of Sami... And then you, Sammy go away, and then you do the match at Elimination Chamber. It just seems to me the logical way to go because I do think if you had Sammy in the Rumble, the this if you suddenly had Austin come out, everyone's focus is shifting to Austin. It's not like oh we're still going to root for Sammy. It's going to be oh there's Stone Cold. That's the guy I'm rooting for now. Like a, a, there would be a definite shift among casual fans going hey Stone Cold or especially in Texas right. Yeah. yeah See, absolutely. Like you've got, you have ways that you could have Sammy in the Rumble and it not be detrimental. And I don't think it's, it's it, I don't know how much of a Sammy issue they have. It, it, it really depends on who else you have in that Rumble. If you just have, and even with Cody, Cody can probably mitigate some of the disappointment there. But I do think you need to pay off Sami Zayn. And I do think it well, is. I yeah. think you need to just be patient and wait till SummerSlam. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure if you, if you wait, if For you're Sammy? patient enough to wait till SummerSlam, that's when that storyline pays off. I think, I think Sammy turns before that and gets kicked out before that. I bet you he's facing so at, uh, at, at WrestleMania. But the, the Sammy and Roman thing, I think we'll see at SummerSlam. Because you can do a you can do a slow burn where it is him climbing up that hill because so many times you see this underdog baby face. The best part about it is that journey to climb back up to that top of that mountain. Historically, but, historically the underdog baby face though they do it by having him lose. Yeah, he needs to be winning and be the underdog. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the the other part of it too. If you do if you do have him in the rumble and then he gets overshadowed by Austin and Cena and and The Rock and Cody Rhodes then all of a sudden like that that this thing that you've built all of a sudden doesn't feel so important and it starts to kind of take some of the, the air out of the balloon that way too so it's it is a really tricky situation and there is a way you could do it like um i don't think they would do this but i think you could build up night one of wrestlemania closing with Sami Zayn and kevin owens against the usos for the tag team titles you know yeah. like I, I think if you're doing night two roman reigns against the rock then you could put josh and i in the main event of night one and we're still selling a hundred thousand tickets right <laughs> yeah, like absolutely. uh <laughs> you're you're gonna be doing pretty well so i think there is something you could do with that as well um and you, you would have like say sammy does turn his back on roman roman still and 
ends up winning because he is the, this god among men. Um, and then you have like on Monday, Jay being like, hey, I just vouched for you. And now you're turning your back on us. And it turns into kind of the, this heated thing. So I think there's a story you could do there as well. Uh, the one thing I do hope from this Roman Reigns, Kevin Owen match is Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns wins clean. I'd like to see a clean win. I don't think it will happen, but I'd like to see a clean win. Yeah, it's, it's the uh, blow off. It's the blow off between these two, so it could happen. Yeah, I mean, because, I could also know. see uh, these two situations too. Of Sammy gets taken out, and Pierce says, "I've had enough of this." You know, the bloodline taking over. Whoever Royal Rumble winner night one, you get to face Roman Reigns. But then we're having an elimination chamber in Montreal. The winner of that will face Roman Reigns on this night. And Roman, you have to defend each title on each night if you really want to stay as the main champion. Sammy gets his big moment in Montreal, wins that. We see what happens at Mania. Because the SummerSlam point is not bad. I just always look at Mania as it is the season finale. And this has been your biggest story. This is your Jim and Pam. And at the end of the day, you wanted to see Jim and Pam kiss in that office finale, for example, right? You wanted to see the Battle of the Bastards at the end of Game of Thrones. This is your big finale. You want to see Sammy on top because this has been your biggest storyline and you paid those things off in Mania. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I think we all know that Roman is wrestling both nights. Come on. I, I, think, I think that's highly unlikely. I mean, you're going to see something else as one main event. And, you know, I don't see him wrestling both nights. I just, I doubt it happened. Cena and Austin night one. Yes. Night Give, me two. Give me what I want. I want it. All right. Um, let's get to the less touted women's battle royal. Unfortunately, as much as we are, you know, I love that there's a, a women's Royal Rumble, but this is the wow. This is not exciting at all in any way. Um, we're going to do our game here in a little bit here for surprises and everything like that. But first, we'll go with winners. I'll start with Joel, go to Morton, and then finish off with Peter for this one. Joel, who you have winning the Women's Royal Rumble? Uh, Rhea Ripley. That's yeah. Uh, that's all I can think of, really. There's no one else that maybe Bailey, but I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. Morton? Uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, so exciting. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. It's, Becky's it's, not official oh, for the Rumble yet, by the way. Oh, she's yeah. She's not official. Yeah. Uh, she's not official. She might be in it, though. I, I would think so. <laughs> Peter? Yeah, I, I have to go Rhea Ripley. Um, she, she's she been a standout for the, the last few months. Um, and of the four people that have officially been named, um, I, I think she has the best opportunity. Like, it's just, um, she, she's been such a standout for so long. I think having her in that um, spot, whether it's like she's all grown up now facing Charlotte um, or her against Bianca, but either of those sign me up. Um, like, I, I know I just suggested a, a men's tag team match, but um, either of those could close night one of uh, of the show. Um, so I, I, I would very much go with a, a Rhea Ripley, um, just a dark horse, just if I want to be different. I could see them doing a Charlotte win and being like, you know what? The men's titles Fuck, you're are- You're the second person that has said this to me. <laughs> The I men's titles are, are unified. We're going to unify the women's titles. But I, I also suggested this for when it was my goal for like six years to unify the belts during this brand split because for a long time, none of it mattered anyway. So you know what? Brock Lesnar is going to come out. He's going to win it. And we're going to unify these titles at WrestleMania uh, 35 through 30, whatever. Um, I, I could see them doing that. But my official on the record prediction is Rhea Ripley. I just want to throw out as many scenarios as possible so I can say I was right later. 
I, I think I think if there's one problem with Rhea Ripley, even though her personality and I mean it's really working what she's doing with Dominic and everything, I'm Money. not so sure that they trust her in ring mm-hmm. to carry a main event at WrestleMania. I'm That's not so true. sure that they trust that to get the reaction and have the match that she needs to have. So that's that's why I'm going with Becky. Peter, are you going to lock in Charlotte and go for it, or are you going to say Rhea? Uh, no, I'll, I'll lock in Rhea. I'm not I'm not that confident to, to go there. You're the, you're the second person that said this. We recorded a pod with Adam, who's on his way to Hawaii right now, and he picked Charlotte, locked in for his pick as well, because he believes in that. And I was like... God no, please no, please no. Oh, they love Charlotte. They love her. Well, I can't, nobody it's, else does, but they do. It's a good point though, because can somebody tell me what the women matches are? Like we we throw out all these scenarios for the men's titles that we're excited for. Is there anything for the women's title no. other than Rhea and Belair to get you excited? Uh, no, 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 no. And because- for a long time, you had someone in NXT like with you'd be able to call that person up. I don't know if anyone is breaking down doors for roxy no. take or whatever they call her now um yeah, taking Perez. on either of these champions right so yeah, yeah. It, like you, you've kind of killed that potential funnel now too and the other thing is when it when it comes to charlotte or i mean if ronda rousey's in there i don't think you have a lot of confidence that you're getting a great match you no. know with sasha at least you had a confidence you're probably going to get a great match and when yeah. it comes to charlotte i mean i was realizing this as rick flair came out in that wonderful jacket on raw 30 that was a good um, and as he talked about how she is the greatest women's champion of all time, and I realized it's because she's had, you know, 14 title reigns is the reason why she's considered the great champion. Whereas Ric Flair was considered the great champion because of all the great matches he had, more mm-hmm. so than anything else. Great and I, I was thinking about Charlotte, and it's like, okay, so she had that match, some matches in NXT with Sasha that were great, and she had a great match with Natalia. And what other great matches has she had? And I I was struggling. They had Oscar, that main event. Mania. Oscar Mania was really good. But look, yeah, all the women like... I'm announcing are good female performers, right? You're talking about Oscar and Sasha, who are two of the top five in the world right now, right? That aren't yeah. in stardom, right? Like, I mean, I guess Sasha technically is in stardom now. That's weird to say. But Oscar is probably the top talent that's not in stardom right now. And then maybe followed by Becky Lynch. The rest are in stardom. Like, Charlotte, to me, isn't a top five performer in the world. It's it's Sasha and then maybe Jamie Hayter and then it's everyone else in stardom and even Sasha and Jamie Hayter are at the bottom of the list compared to what we have in stardom right now and you have to remember that the Sasha and Charlotte matches that were so good that we talked about you know in NXT I mean they have practice against each other so often they they had that good match on Raw the one on Raw with Sasha they had good chemistry got her on the on the uh, on the outside and and there was the three-way um Wrestlemania main event one but look who's in there it's Sasha and Becky yeah yeah it's the the thing with Charlotte is it's it's it is very much based on how many titles she's won and it's just like man I don't I'm not like I mean didn't didn't she win the rumble and go challenge for the NXT title? She did. That's when she it was that was the pandemic mania. Yeah. And yeah. then like that just I felt like that killed off Rhea Ripley for a long time. Like she was not the same performer. They did not have chemistry together. And you know, it, again, it comes back to does she has she ever carried somebody? Ric Flair would carry people to great matches. You know, I mean, I mean not that's Naya. a sign of a great wrestler. 
Not Naya. We know that much. No, she she certainly did not carry Naya. <laughs> no. I don't know no. anyone that could carry Naya to a good man. Uh, Sasha did. Plenty of times. Sasha did, yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's be, and that's be, a fair match. Not a great match, but a fair match. Good, good enough. Uh, all right. So let's get to the game side of here. I'll leave with you, Peter. Uh, what are your five surprises? And I'm not uh, saying so, Becky Lynch is a surprise because she's not nominated. So right. don't be smart asses. Surprise entrance? Surprise entrance. Yeah, you get five. And okay. I'm going to do a point system here afterwards. Okay. The can first one just three? can we make it three, five? Sure. Like a hell of yeah. One. Three, sure, three. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Peter, um, go. The, the first one, just because I thought of it, um, and I, I that was going to be another bold prediction of mine to, to go with for Royal Rumble winner. Uh, I'm going to say Naomi comes out. Um, yeah, that nice. I think that one would categorize as a, a surprise. Um, nice. Are we going all all three right now? Yeah, do all three. Okay, cool. Um, I I will say Trish Stratus um, okay. comes out. Uh, I do believe she's always in shape, um, and so. I think that we will see a Trish Stratus appearance. Um, and I will say, just because we saw her on Monday, I'll say we get a Medusa slash Alundra Blaze uh, sighting at, uh, at the Royal Rumble. Nice. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. I think Naomi comes back. I think that's a big one. Uh, I'm going with one that we haven't seen for a while. I'm going to go with Layla. Oh, nice. That'd be fun. I'm going to go with a Layla. And then the one I am kind of hopeful for, because this is one that's a blast in the past, and Joel may go a little bit over your head, a little bit, just maybe a little bit before your time. Tori, not Tori Wilson. <laughs> Tori. Tori. It's been too long. I could be. She, she's alive, right? I don't know. She's alive, I think. Um, I, I don't know how she check. wasn't included in any DX reunions that have been going on. Like, uh, just completely forgotten. Yeah, didn't she have a relationship with Kane at one point? Yep, she did. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> yep. She That's has a green funny. tank top on with the black pants. Uh, Tori, uh, I remember. It, her. it would be a surprise. It like that would categorize for sure. She's fifty-eight years old and she is still alive, and she lives in Portland. She's trained by Piper. Not well. So, <laughs> that that was mine. Um, Joel. Uh, 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 Mickey James, uh, Summer Ray. Back to back for summer. Uh, Michelle McCool. I don't know. Mon, where are you going? Uh, we got a uh, Molly Holly and a Mickey Molly James. Holly. And uh, there's somebody I, I'm trying, but I can't remember her damn name. And it's bugging the hell out of me. Probably 10 years ago, she was a women's champion. Uh, she got it by accident. No, she got it by accident when she won a battle royal. As, as, to oh, one Gail Kim? What was her name? No, it wasn't Gail, Gail Kim. It was, it was like a, a screw-up. No, she she won the you know, a battle royal to become it, number one contender. Eva? 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 No, not Eva. No, what the hell was her name? She was a big bodybuilder type. I don't oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. You know what? I'm going to look it up and then I'm going to find it because this woman is going to be in the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. She was in it and 10 she's years make ago. An impact. <laughs> and she is going to make an impact. You know, Beth Phoenix will probably be in too because she is every year, it seems. But yeah, um, I think Beth will be yeah. in this year. Yeah, let me let me look it up. 
Okay, well, I'm doing that Meanwhile, right now. You, uh... Uh, Peter, who do you think has the most eliminations? Uh, I'm going to say um, whatever they're calling Raquel Gonzalez now. Um, I, I think Raquel, is it Raquel Rodriguez they're calling her? Um, I, I think she gets the, the most eliminations. Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to actually think I'm going to agree with you on that with Raquel because I think she's not going to win, but they're going to push her. And that's a good yeah. way to push her. Uh, Morton, where are you going for the most eliminations? God, I hate to do it, but you guys are, that's my pick too. Yeah, it just seems so obvious, you know. I mean, they like to book a powerhouse wrestler to be the person who has the most eliminations, and she is a powerhouse wrestler. Uh, what is the record for most eliminations by a woman? Uh, that's a good question. I think it's, I believe it's Bianca, is it not? Is it Bianca? Yeah, it's Bianca. To double me, check. It, to me, the bigger, better question is honestly, is she going to set the record because i could see them doing that with her. i believe it's eight by bianca so i could see it it's eight or six by bianca because that first rumble she was in she said it. i don't think she did it when she won it it's the one you know the one when beth hit her head on the back of the post and was bleeding the, the 2021 the one that drew one um who won that one? Oh, was that not that was flair wasn't it that wasn't that was that was Charlotte. Uh, Joel, I think so. who who are you going for most eliminations? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with who I picked winning it. I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. So you're different than all of us. We all picked uh, Raquel. Joel, who is the first participant in the Rumble? Mm, you're going, you usually have someone that's a workhorse. I just instantly comes to mind Bailey. Bailey, okay. Uh, Morton, where are you going for that one? You know what? Becky again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go with one of my surprises because if you're going to bring Naomi back, you have to have the entrance, right? So yeah. uh, I'll say Naomi is number one. That was going to be mine too, but I want to have some a little bit stuff, a little bit different. So actually, I think we actually, sorry, I just realized this because this is how bad the storytelling has been. We can't do this because we already know who number one is. It's Liv. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just realized that, so I apologize. But they all right. Well, Naomi's gonna be number two. Okay, sure. That this is whoever number two is then. <laughs> yeah. Um, Caitlin. I Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin. Yeah. You know it's funny, Mon, Caitlin's when I was looking gonna at be in there. Okay, that's actually not a bad one. I can see Caitlin coming. Yeah, out. I could, yeah, that works. That's a good one. It's not. It's. I mean, look, we had who do we have last year? Naomi's old. By the way, she's thirty-six years old. I can say that. Wow. So wow. at 36, she might she might actually get a run. Remember last year we had Cameron come back? And the crowd was like, why? My favorite yeah. last year was Ivory RTC. That was my favorite last year. Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, I'll go for workhorse in it. I'll say um uh the longest in it. I'll go with um I'll go with Candace. I'll go Candace the Ray a second. Something a little bit different. And then uh there we go for the women. All right, let's get to the men. This is the moment of clarity. And I should go by the odds in this one, by the way. So the men Royal Rumble odds, they keep on shifting. As of this morning, it was back to Sammy. Sammy and now Cody are tied. But guess who is number three all of a sudden? Stone Cold. What? <laughs> Stone Cold is number three all of a sudden. 
So keep an eye on that. Dwayne is four. Seth is uh, follows him, and then it's Cena. So this could be the most surprises you're going to – and then, yeah, Cody's at the top. So should note on this, Dave Meltzer reported he's not sure, but from what he's heard, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, is not in work shape and ring shape. We've heard this before with Edge, so I don't know if you guys want to take that as, as what you want to take it for. Joel, who's winning the Rumble? Uh, it is going to be – I'm going to go, fuck, uh, The Rock. I'm going to just go with The Rock. You're going with Rocky. Okay, yeah. I like it. It's it's really hard because you, you sit there and you think about it. It's like maybe The Rock wins it. Maybe Sammy wins it. Maybe Cody wins it. But I'm going to guess this is probably an edge situation and out comes Rocky. Peter, where are you going? Um, I... Well, while I do think The Rock is going to have a, a role at WrestleMania, I, I've been burned in the past by guessing along with surprises. There, like I remember the times where it was a lock that Kenny Omega was going to be in the Royal Rumble. And mm-hmm. it, look, look, all the contracts end at the right time. Jay White is going to be in that Royal Rumble, okay? I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. So I've, I, I've been burned by that a couple of times before. So I'm going to go with someone who I know is going to be in the match um, and in the company. And that is the son of a son of a plumber. Uh, I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. With Cody, Martin, where are you going? I think Cody as well. Unfortunately, I mean, storyline-wise, I don't think it should happen because I think he should win it at, at MSG. And if he goes to Mania and has a chance to win it, I don't think he should lose. And I also don't see Roman losing a belt. So I mean, I. Uh, but I think they're going to go with Cody. I think storyline-wise, that's the one they're, that they like and feel most comfortable with. So I will choose that, though. You know, we could get a fresh matchup and at WrestleMania and have Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. God, no. Please, no. He could uh, win it. You know he could. My my heart wants something different. I want Sammy to win. I know he won't. Elimination Chamber does make more storyline sense for Sammy to win that in Montreal. Um, Cody just seems too damn obvious to me. So I'm going to go with Dwayne. I'm going to pick The Rock. But I'm probably going to get burnt. But yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we go to surprises. And uh, Martin, I'll let you start us off with surprises this time. Who's your male Caitlin? This is my, well, I think Edge will be in. Does he count as a surprise? We haven't seen him in forever. Yeah, Edge counts as a surprise. You know, I, I think he's going to be in there. I'll go with a real uh, out of left field one here. Scott Steiner. Well, he just signed a Legends deal. I'm going with Scott Steiner, and I'm going Give with... Give me the fucking mic. <laughs> his last Royal Rumble, was that his... No, I think... Yeah. He, actually, faced, what, he, faced, be, he faced Hunter. He faced the Survivor Series. Yeah. He did the, yeah, yeah. the bad gimmick beforehand. Yeah, yeah. That's where he did the mic thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Live TV, folks. I believe is yep. uh, JR's wonderful response. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, so we'll go with Scott Steiner, we'll go with Edge, and we'll go with Braun Breaker. Um, Braun I've Breaker. been waiting for that one for a while. So, so I mean, uncle I and, see, uncle I and nephew stare down at the same time. Nice. I don't know about a stare down. I think more like they, well, yeah, stare down, then they team up on people. Okay, uh, Peter. Um, there's a few. I'm going to say Pat McAfee is one. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think this is where we get his return from 
the 45 other things that he's been doing in, in sports media now that the college football season has, um, has wrapped up. So I think McAfee is definitely going to be one. Um, I think Carmelo Hayes comes into this one. If we're, mm. we're going from NXT, I don't think it is a long illustrious run, uh, but I, I do think that we get a, a Carmelo Hayes um, and a, a Michael Cole. Oh my, here's 45 facts. I just happen to know off the top of my head about this young man. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say we get the the return uh, of one man in particular. And for people in the Royal Rumble, it'll be a bit of bad news. Uh, I think Wade Barrett yes. comes into the uh, comes into the Royal Rumble. I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, good picks, Joel. Uh, I think one when you sent the text of this pick, the first name that comes to mind is Edge. I think Edge will be in this one. Okay. Uh, Jay White... You're going to go has, with it? Are you locking it in? I don't think so because uh, someone he's, has to do has it. the date in February. So, but, but so did Carl Anderson. Yeah, that, was it, so, that, that, that went it. so well do for it. New Japan the first time that they're just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, let's totally do it again. <laughs> do it, Joel. Pick them. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Um, I guess because I picked The Rock. Can I pick The Rock here as well? Because he'd be a surprise. You want to. I'm, I'm not going to pick Dwayne for mine. Uh, it's uh, Edge. I think Pat McAfee is sure. makes, makes a lot of logical sense to be the him coming back. I can see his entrance now fitting really well with a rumble. So that, that works really well. And you know what? Fuck it. Stone Cold. Let's just say for shit. But- Let's say uh, all right. Mine is going to be a man that I believe is going to be competing for the Dungeon Wrestling Championship, and that is the masterpiece, Chris Masters. That's interesting. Nice. Uh, I will go with Austin. And oh, then I wait the hurt lock yeah. versus the best. At the battle of the full Nelsons, I yeah I can't wait. Wasn't Bobby the one that broke it? Yeah, yeah. I I think not only was he the one that broke it, but it uh, I dungeon wrestling or not, it wasn't. What was it called? Triple um, A Canada or Stampede Wrestling or whatever. When yeah. Teddy Hart put it together, a tag the tag team in one of the matches was Bobby Lashley and Chris Masters tag team. Oh, I wow. can't remember who they faced, but they they were a team. That's fantastic. Of course, uh, they didn't uh, get paid. And then um, I'm going to go with an NXT flavor too. I'm going to go with Cameron Grimes. That to guy just needs to get baby. called up. To the moon, baby. I well, don't have the balls to put it either, on paper. But he's either Mr. Doc, like Uncle Howdy is either him or it's, or it's well, Bo Dallas. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I hope I, it's I, him. I think it's him. I think I am, it's him. I, I've been pretty good not having Bo Dallas on my television for the last half decade. I, I'd like that run to to kind of continue. Um, I I I don't have the, the the balls or the gumption to to put this down as an official pick. Given that Nakamura went to his uh, retirement one, I could oh. see Muda being a part of Hall of Fame weekend and him being a, an entrant in the the Royal Rumble here as well. Do you think the comments hurt him though <laughs> in WWE? Well, I mean. <laughs> Look, anything is possible, right? But yeah. um yeah, I could I could see it anyway. Yeah. Has Muda ever he's never competed in WWE before, right? Uh no, no, WCW a bunch, but uh WWE no. I mean John Ross App did have the report today that WWE has been in contact with Impact and New Japan wrestlers. 
But I look, I don't think we're getting Okada or Tanahashi in this. If we do get anyone, it would be Jay White. And I don't think we're getting Josh Alexander. God bless him. I think he's a great talent, but I don't think that pop would be just there just yet. Specifically with names like Rock and Austin getting thrown around right now. What here's a question. What type of pop do you think Okada would get? Just uh, hypothetical. I, I think it'd be pretty big. Like pretty big, yeah. it's it's a, a stadium show, right? Like it's at the Alamo Dome. Like you're going to get, like it is a, a hub for hardcore wrestling fans. So I, I think you would get, I think you would get a pretty substantial reaction. Yeah. One thing I will say like is- like 1996 at the Alamo Dome, they're not giving away tickets to 7-Eleven for free to just the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> I mean, that's something we haven't considered, like not giving away tickets for free. Um, But last time they were at the Alamo Dome, they had like a bunch of luchadors in there I, I wonder if there is yeah like is, is this the no, mascaris was in it wasn't he um in, yeah in um, Tenaru as well of, i believe yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I wonder if this is the debut of dragon lee right like i, I wonder if this is where <laughs> you you kind of do that um so I, th- there's there's a few things in play in the, this new world of, of wwe one thing we can say for sure i'm pretty sure randy orton will not be in this rumble and will not be around for mania season because as much as you're hearing about Rand, and I've seen that on a few people's things like Randy Orton locked in surprise. I'm like, ah, the dude had back surgery in November. I just, you know, Riddle, I could see Riddle back in this as a surprise, but I, I see there's zero chance for Randy. I, I'm a little bit worried that this, we've seen the last of Randy Orton. I think we may have seen the last of Randy Orton. I agree. Yeah. Unfortunately, that would be a, a sucky way to go out, but yeah. Specifically never getting that Riddle and Orton program either, right? Yeah, so, so that would be unfortunate. All right, and then the the final one, uh, Peter, who is number one out? Uh, oh, wow. Uh, the number one entrant for the the God, it it would be a little cringy if it was Cody. Yeah, uh, um, I but you could see it. I could totally see it, right? Like, um, I I'm gonna say Austin Theory. I wonder if they do uh, like I, I'm so cocky. Like I, I'm going to be the one to to come out number one. Like they they kind of teased with Jericho a long time ago, where he was trying to do everything Shawn Michaels did. Um, yeah. I, I could see Austin Theory kind of being the the cocky one to do it. Shawn Michaels the only one that's one of the number one spot. He's the only one. Nobody else ever. Done. <laughs> my favorite part of the Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm going to go with my kind of booking here. I believe Ray is number one. And then guess who number two is, Poppy? Rhea Ripley. That'd be great. Uh, but <laughs> uh, I'll have Dom at number two. Dom comes, takes Ray out right there, and we build up, the, and we continue to build up the feud. It gives them the best chance to isolate and see each other one on one to build up the, the, the match of Mania. That'd be interesting. Uh, Joel, who are you going out with number one? Uh, I'm going to pick Gunther. Ooh, Ooh that'd be good. That's you have him come out and then you just feed him a couple bodies until you get a, another. Yeah. Because that seems to be the program now. You, and you just have it and you can have Gunther eliminate people. Like that would be, it'd be a great showcase for him. And Martin? I think the way they'll protect Seth Rollins is by having him come out at number one and have a long, long Iron Man run. In the thing, even though he won't win it, that that he'll go a long time. And then Gunter knocks him out. Some I'm not sure who knocks him out, but yeah, I mean, uh, I do think that's that's the uh, that's the way that they get him over, so to speak, is by having him as number one and have a long run in the Rumble. 
I could All see right. them doing like the the Hogan Sid spot where Gunther gets eliminated and it's like, well, I I, I respect the rules of the ring um, only in his accent and uh, go up and and um, <laughs> Jake shake go to shake Seth Rollins's hand and then pull him out of the pull him out of the ring and kind of set up the feud that way. Yeah, I'm I right. thought that accent was dead on Peter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh my God, is Gunther here? Uh, he's, he's here. <laughs> uh, so there we go. It's a. Uh, I would say for the men's rumble, the anticipation is this the can you guys remember the last most anticipated for surprises for a rumble? Was it just the fact that AJ may come out that one year? Maybe there wasn't Maybe. even a ton of buzz that AJ would come out, right? Like that that wasn't yeah. a uh like that that wasn't as loud as some of the other ones have been. So I yeah, for for surprise ones and for legends, yeah, that this has to be up there for sure. Like you got Rock, Cena, Austin. Rock could still very well be in this. And then they mentioned the Jay White stuff that I don't think any of us want to lock in for sure. But then there's 15 men announced right now. I think maybe they'll do five more on SmackDown potentially because there's a few names on SmackDown. I think Bobby Lashley is 100% confirmed. For, oh, he is. But like you'll probably have like a Cedric or a Shelton in this still. You know, you have yeah. some of those guys. And then you, Dom is we'll, we'll get that fresh matchup. Uh, we'll get that fresh matchup. Uh, you know, tease for us when Brock and, and Bobby stare down at yeah. the Rumble, you yeah. know, because their other matches have been such successes. <laughs> yeah. <it's a> <sighs> story. I remember the first time I was so anticipating it and it's like, oh, that didn't work. That just didn't work. Maybe it's yeah. going to be like Roman and Brock and it takes 10 times to get the perfect match. So I don't want 10 times of this. <laughs> that seems to be the way we're going and you know what if it means that we don't get brock and gunter but we get gunter and seth i'm fine with that yeah that would be fantastic no matter what like i'm 100 fine with that so either way uh, if brock is in there and austin is in there they better have a stare down whether we're having the match or not yeah tease it for me because that would be a massive pop just to stare well, down. austin in there there's so many stare downs right like i need the cena <laughs> stare down i want the brock stare down even kind of xavier woods the stare down with him after he gave woods one of the best stunners ever yeah uh it's just gonna be like 15 minutes he's gonna walk he's gonna stare down cedric uh, he's yeah. going to set around uh, Ricochet. Like, you know, like, just 15 minutes of just him walking around, just looking at guys. Well, it will. And, he, he is coming out. If he's in it, he's coming out somewhere between 28 and 30. Has he ever no been in the ring with Ray before? By the way, Austin's never been in the ring with Ray Mysterio, right? Uh, not in an official capacity. I don't, I don't think Ray, I don't think uh, uh, Rock has either. So that's kind of some history. I'm there, trying to think of, I mean, they would have actually been in ECW at the same time, but I don't think they worked together. No, I don't think they did. So, no. Very interesting, very exciting. This Saturday for the Rumble, I hate these Saturday pay-per-views. I really do. Uh, but uh, I love them. Yeah, they're rough um, for me. Uh, and then I guess for Kofi, the last thing is, will Kofi not botch the spot this time? Last That one last time, that was really hard. Do you think he just tries to just do the same spot again and just think we all forgot? So the spot, in case you guys forgot, he went off the very top of the of the of the of the turnbuckle and then went to grab uh the 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 ringside, but his feet touched. Do you think he just tries it again or he tries something different? Try something different. 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 Yeah. 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 Now can he pull it off? Who knows? I mean, you know, it's all about his athleticism and he's not as young as he once was. 
No, this is true. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Martin. Your wrestling podcast. Until next time, folks. Cheers and enjoy the rumble. The studio sponsor for Coach Potato Diary is Clearwater Cleaning Solutions. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all your cleaning needs. All right, now it is time for today's ticket. Thank you. Once again, shout out to the Fresh Take Network uh, for that one. Time now for today's ticket presented by Betstamp. Download the Betstamp app. Use referral code COUCH to let them know that we sent you. Uh, Okay, it is obviously a busy Saturday in the world of sports. We're not going to do the Blues Avalanche game uh, just so, you know. It's, it's a little early, and also, I don't really have a strong lean on that one. Although, again, I do think Colorado is just unreal. Um, and, oh, man, you know what? This is this will be coming around around 11. You got a couple of hours. We're going to go Avalanche, minus one and a half, and Cool Bet has that at plus 120. Sign us up. The Avalanche are on some kind of roll right now, uh, so we are going to go with that one. Uh, also, we can get the Tampa Bay Lightning minus one and a half at plus money at plus 125 from Bet365. So we will absolutely be clicking on that. A lot of plus money out there for minus one and a half for Tampa Bay. Um, but Bet365 has the best number at plus 125. Anything else we want to jump on on this Saturday night in the National Hockey League? No, I think that's it for the, the hockey portion. Uh, moving into the basketball Man, a lot of bad matchups tonight. Detroit, Houston, bleh. Chicago, Orlando, bleh. Clippers, Atlanta. Oh, wow. See, this is the value of line shopping. You can get the Clippers plus one at Cool Bet, and you can get the Hawks in their matchup plus one and a half at Bet Victor. So either way, you can get um, get uh, get some points in that matchup, depending on your lean for that particular game. Um... Let's go Boston against the Lakers. Once again, LA kind of falling off a little bit. The Celtics are just so good. The best number we can get the Celtics at is minus eight and a half. There's a few nines. So if you're looking at the Lakers, Bet365 has the Lakers plus nine. Same with Bodog. Uh, but we want the Celtics minus eight and a half. And we are going to get that at Betway. So three games on our ticket today. It'll be the Celtics minus eight and a half against the Lakers. That's coming to you from Betway. The Tampa Bay Lightning minus a goal and a half from Bet365. And the Colorado Avalanche minus a goal and a half at plus 120 at CoolBet. Those are the picks that we are clicking along with the football picks that we gave out yesterday. And that is today's show. Once again, thank you to the Fresh Take Network and thank you to all of you for downloading and listening. Um, Thank you to Betstamp. Download the Betstamp app. Use the referral code COACH to let them know that we sent you. Um, we, we, We just went over it. The value of line shopping, the value of having multiple different sports books. You really see it all bet stamp shout out to clearwater cleaning solutions as this is the clearwater cleaning solutions broadcast studio uh, i'm on sportsnet 960 coming up this week so things with the podcast are going to be a little all over the place keep it logged to my social media at primetime Klein on twitter and instagram for all the information that you need have a great weekend enjoy the rumble everyone and i'll talk to you all later i'm out
away.